As we begin, let us start with uh, hymn 366. For us the pianist to give us a line and then we'll sing all five stanzas. Thank we pray that you will help us to enter in into that great salvation. Through the Holy Spirit, may you open up your words to us. And give us hearts that are open. Hearts that are available, that are attentive. 
and hearts that are humble before you. So that you may indeed have your own way in us. We commit this time to you and to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Um, before we begin, let us actually read a few passages from the Old Testament, from the book of Jeremiah. We'll start from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 1. We'll, we'll, word, we'll, we'll read the, the first three verses. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, the king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Yeshia we're going to stick with the book of Jeremiah. We'll go to chapter 2. And we'll start from verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go, cry in the hearing of Jerusalem, saying, Possess the Lord, I remember you, the kindness of your youth, the love of your betrothal, when you went after me in the wilderness, in a land not sown. 耶和华的话临到我说，你去向耶路撒冷的耳中喊叫说：‘耶和华如此说，你幼年的恩爱、婚姻的爱情，你怎样在旷野也未曾跟众之地跟跟随我，我都记得。’And then going down to verse eleven of the same chapter. 那第十一节。Has a nation changed its God, which are not gods, but my people have changed their glory. For what does not profit? Be astonished, O heavens! At this, and be horribly afraid, be very desolate, says the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And then final one more verse from the chapter 18 of Jeremiah. 
verse 12. He said here. And this is the people of Judah saying this. And they said, this is hopeless. So we will walk according to our own plans. And we will everyone obey the, 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 obey the dictates of his evil heart. So as you know, we have been sharing on this theme of sonship. And by now, hopefully, we all have heard from various brothers sharing that, of course, what the Lord intends for us goes beyond just salvation. Of course, salvation is the starting point. But God wants us to grow and be mature. And I've been reflecting on the messages that have been shared throughout the last few months. And it seems like the Lord has been speaking to us on this matter of the path to maturity. And as we even shared a couple months ago, the Lord is very methodical. There's a process which He leads us through. And even as we heard last week, the only way where we can grow is through the way of the cross. And I feel that the Lord wants to make it very practical, even when it comes to matters like walking the way of the cross. Because the matter of the cross, it's not just a concept, but it really is something that touches our everyday life. Like our brother shared on how we speak to one another. Like we our brother spoke on um, the spiritual conflicts. And so if you remember our brother Dana last week shared with us. And he shared about the way of the cross and he mentioned that on the way you find a monster. Well, it turns out that this monster has a few ugly heads. And so this week, I want to actually look at one of those ugly heads with you. And one of those ugly heads is called stubbornness. And today I want to share with you on this matter of stubbornness, really from the book of Jeremiah. So I actually have been studying the book of Jeremiah for a little while. And I find that Jeremiah is not the easiest book. Because it switches from God speaking to Jeremiah speaking to then narrative, it's, you can't even tell who is speaking sometimes. So if to follow very carefully. But when you do read it carefully, it is so precious to be able to see 
how you can see the heart of God very clearly in the book. 当你仔细去读的时候，你就发现是非常珍贵的，因为你能够看到神的心是怎么样在耶利米书里。And at the same time, you also see the nature of man very clearly. 那你能够看到人的这个天性，能够在呃耶利米书能够看得很清楚。Now most of you probably already know that Jeremiah was dealing with the time at the end of the kingdom of Judah. 那我们都知道这个犹他所面临这个时期是犹大的这个在读国度的末了。And in the end, Jerusalem, as we read earlier. Was destroyed and was captured by Babylon. 那我们知道耶路撒冷被打败，然后他们就是被掳了，被巴比伦被掳了。Now I think the danger is when we read books like Jeremiah. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get this first reaction of, "Well, this doesn't really apply." 那我们经常有的问题就是，我们读耶利米书的时候，我们会觉得说，好像这个没有办法应用在我们身上。Because I don't know, but somehow I get this idea of well, you know, but we're better than them. 但是你经常会觉得说，好像我们比这些人还要好。Like you would think, oh, you know, I would never do what those children of Israel like they what they did. I would never do that. 你会想说是他们这些犹太人所做的事情，不可能会做这些事情啊。But as I continue to study the book of Jeremiah, 当我仔细去读这耶利米书的时候 ，the Lord was speaking to me and made me realize that. The story in the book of Jeremiah is really a reflection of ourselves. 那我们的主对我说话，让我能够看到，这实在是能够反映到，这是我们，呃，我们自己亲身的经验在身上。It's true. The situation that they were dealing with is not exactly the same as what we are dealing with today. 那他们所所面临的一些事情，跟我们今日所面临的事情是有一些的不同。But we'll find that the nature of men never changed from time. 但是我们看到人的这个本性是不改变的。The sinful nature of man has just as sinful as it ever been. 反正这个罪性就是一直都一直不改变。So as we come to consider the book of Jeremiah this morning together, 当我们一同研读耶利米书的时候 ，May the Lord really give us a listening heart. 但我们的主能够赐给我们一个聆听的心 ，so that He can reveal to us our condition. 让他能够让我们能够看出我们的光景是如何。But more importantly, His heart towards us. 那更重要的是，他的心对我们是如何。Now, if you let's talk a little bit about the book of Jeremiah. 那我们来讲一下耶利米书。If you read through the book of Jeremiah. 那如果我们读耶利米书的话。Maybe even through just the few verses that we read earlier. 那就算我们刚才所读的那几节。The number of things that would just pop out at you. 那有一些事情就会让你很非常的就是吸引的注意力。And the, the first thing that just jumped right out at me. 那直接很吸会吸引的注意力的是。Was just wow! How stubborn is this people? 那你会觉得说这些人怎么是如此的固执呢 ？I mean, God tried and tried and tried. 那神就试着试着。And no matter what God did, said, they just were so stubborn. 那不论说神说什么或者做了什么，他们就是如此的固执。Now to more fully appreciate God's word here, I think we have to talk a little bit about the history of the time. 那如果我们要更清楚的明白的话，我们需要。Because the, the the lessons in Jeremiah is very related to the times that they were in. 那耶利米书我们所学习的功课与他们他们当初的时期是非常有关系的。And we know that Jeremiah was really in the time where it's the end of Judah. 那我们知道耶利米书是在犹大的这个末了。And the nation have been going downhill spiritually. 那他们在属灵方面就是已经走下坡已经有一段时间了。If you remember that King Manasseh. 那我们知道马拿西王的话。He really was one of the worst kings. Ever. 他是其中呃呃就是很糟糕的一个王。And um after him eventually there was King Josiah. 那最后有一个约西亚王。And through his walking with the Lord, 
the nation was temporarily stopped from going further downhill. 那他是与城同行的一个人，所以他那时候，所以他就是这个以色列，他他他们这个国就没有持续的走下坡。But it was almost too late. 但是那时候已经太晚。And so as soon as Josiah died, 在约西亚约西亚死之后 ，basically the the nation of Judah just took the final plunge. 那这个犹大他们就走到。最最末，走到谷底了。And that's when Jerusalem was destroyed. 那耶路撒冷那时候就被，呃，就就就被打败了。And whenever I think about that history， 当我想到这段历史的时候 ，I always have to remind myself， 我总是要提醒自己 ，that these are not like the times of David。这不是大卫的时期 ，because it's not like the the old times of like even Samuel， 或是 Samuel 那段 ，because life by that time towards the end of Judah was Believe it or not, it's actually really godless. 那在犹大的在末了的时候，他们几乎已经没有神了。God was just a name to them. They don't even know him. 所以他们说神只是一个名字，他们根本不认识神。Again, going back to the time of Manasseh, the nation has completely forsaken God. 那在马拉西那段时间，他们就完全就离弃神了。They were engaged with not just one, not just two. They had multiple idol system going on. 那他们许多这个拜偶像的问的系统，就是不只是一个一种系统，两三种，有非常多种系统。They had basically prostitutes as priests and priestess. 那他们也那边也有娼妓做这个祭司。They were making human sacrifices. 那他们也也有做也也拿人做献上为祭。And, and at one point, in fact, they put a a wooden idol in the temple of God. 那他们把一个木做木做的偶像放在这个呃神的殿里。And you find that idol worship was so ingrained in everyday living。那你就发现到，你就看到这个拜偶像的事情是实在是在他们的日常生活当中。That you will find in the book of Jeremiah, it talks about how the people, as a family, it's like a family activity。那对耶利米来说，是他们好像家庭的一种活动一样。And that they worship the idol together。那他们一同来敬拜这些偶像。Father set the tables, and mother put the bread together, and the, I mean everyone has a part to as part of this worship。那父亲就设立了桌子，那他们全家都能够参与呃这个敬拜。And they are convinced that whether they are going to be abundant and well and the well-being, it's all dependent on what they offer to the idols. 那他们这是如此的有多丰富，是看到他们奉献给这些偶像什么东什么样的东西。I mean, it was that bad. 这是非常呃不好的一段时间。And then if you look outside of Judah, what's going on in the world at that time? 那你看到在全世界在犹大之外所发生的事情。It was very turbulent. Because there was a power that was in play for a long time, which was the Syria. That 就是叙利亚，他们那时候很有很强势的一个一个权力。But they were declining. 那他们也是走下坡。And then there are two remaining powers that was fighting it out. 那有两个强国在那边在那边呃强权还在那边那个争。One is Babylon. 一个是巴比伦。The other side is Egypt. 那另外一边是埃及。And well, if you think about the map, who is in the middle? 那在中间是什么呢 ？Well, Judah and Israel. 那就是犹大还有以色列。So they were constantly caught in between the fighting of the two powers. 那这两个两个强强权在那边征战的时候，他们就在夹在中间。And if you think about it, it's a lose-lose game. 那对他们说是一个非常不好的一个段的的一个一个一个光景。Because if you're loyal to one side, then you can actually offend the other side. 因为如果你倾向一边的话，你就会得罪到另外一边。And and vice versa. 或是你倾到这边就。And so you can imagine people were living in a constant state of fear of war. 那他们那时候非常惧怕，随时都可可能有战争发生。They had droughts. They had famines. 那他们经常也也是也是缺水，也是
也有饥荒 because they were under siege, so they had no food for like 18 months. So, but during, during all that times, when all those things were happening, the nation of Judah went deeper and deeper into worshipping idols. And you can see throughout that time, God sent prophets after prophets to speak to them. Nahum, Sephaniah, Jeremiah, Habakkuk, calling them to come to repentance. And you, 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 we read a little bit from chapter 2 just now. You can hear God pleading with them. Calling them to return, giving them a chance. Reminding them how good he was to them. And you can you can really feel the heart of God that he was just so pained to see that they were so insistent. And no matter what God did and said, they just did not return to him. And this is not just, in fact, in the book of Jeremiah, that's exactly how God talked about them. Multiple, multiple times he used the word their stiff necked. And even, we even read just now in uh, chapter 18, verse 12, that they in multiple times talk about how the people were following the dictates of the evil hearts. And that phrase, dictates of the evil hearts, also translates to walk in their stubbornness. So what I want to share with you is, let's actually look a little bit closer at, at a few examples in the, in the book of Jeremiah. On how stubborn the people of Judah really was. And in fact, I want to see if you find through those examples some maybe some similarities. Something that may even seem familiar to you. Alright, so let's actually turn together to Jeremiah 42. Look at our first example. 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 Look
所以我们要听从你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的话，你们的
不听从，我们定要成就我们口中所出的一切话，向天、向天后烧香，交奠祭，按着我们与我们列祖君王首领在犹大的城邑中和耶路撒冷的街市上处场所行的一样，因为那时我们吃饱饭，享福乐，享福
我们就坚定要做这件事，因为我们认为说我们是对的。And so it was interesting when I looked at the New Testament when it talks about stubbornness。当我看到新约的时候，当讲到这个固执这件事情的时候，And that's a word, for instance, like uh, if I give you an example in Ephesians chapter four，那我举举个例子，有一个词，it talks about the blindness of the heart。那是讲到这个你的心就是你的心的盲目。And it actually, if you look at the Greek word, which is porosis。那你如果看这个希腊文的原文的话是 It's actually the same word. Stubbornness is the same thing as blindness. 那你这个如果你是很固执,你很坚定的话,是用的同样的词就是你已经你已经瞎了,你已经盲盲目了。In other words, have we ever been so insistent that we're blinded to what the truth really is? 那你这么坚定的一件事情就是你已经完全看不到事实的真相。I mean, if you so if you look at this, the other thing that really struck me too is how continuously stubborn they were able to be. And, and it's easy to think, oh, we'll never be like that. But if you allow the Lord to really open our eyes to see, I was reminded that, well, maybe we can be as continuously stubborn as they are too. 那如果主人能够让你开启自己的心眼的话，能够看到说你，我们经常也是很容易的就变成像这些人一样固执一样。We may not be stubborn about the same thing, but we can be just as stubborn. 或许不是同样的事情，但是我们也是有同样的坚定。The last example I want to read to you is in chapter two of Jeremiah. 那另外一件我就是要读到的是，就是在耶律米书第二章，two verse thirteen, which we read earlier.就是我们之前所读到的二章第十三节。where God says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. So God in this situation was describing the Judah of nation, what they were doing, using an analogy. 神这边讲到说犹大人他们当初的光景是如何？It should probably be very familiar to us.那对我们来说是我们应该很熟悉的情形。Because God described Himself as the fountain of living water.那我们的主提到说他是活水的泉源。When you think about that, you imagine this very bubbly, flowing fountain.那你就想到这个泉源是好像是充满了这个泡泡一样、气泡一样的。It's very lively.好像是很有生命的。Versus the the broken cistern. 好像不是这个，好像破碎的这个瓦池子。So cistern really is just a holding tank. 那它其实就是一个，就是一个池子。Like, like, like your your toilet's water tank. 就像你的这个马桶的那个水桶。But not only that, it's a leaky one too. 它是会会漏水的。And so if you read from Jeremiah throughout the history of the Israelites, 那你如果读这个历史的话。Idols actually have always been one of the main issues that they were dealing with. And somehow they were really stubborn about them. And as we talked about earlier, how idols somehow got interwoven into just like the fabric of their everyday. It's how they live. So to tell them to stop worshiping my idol basically is telling them you need to change the way you live. And again here, it's easy for us to think, well, but we don't have idols. And now, well, I, I, I 
I would like to believe that probably most here are Christians and that we really don't have physical idols sitting in our homes. But is there a hidden idol of money, of power, of prestige that is somewhere in our lives? 但是是否有一些隐藏的这些偶像，就像是呃这个金钱，或是这个权利，或是等等等等，在我们生活里面。Is why we took that job because it has big pay and the big title。那我选择这份工作是因为它这个头衔比较好，还有这个金钱赚的钱非常的多呢？Did I choose that school because I want to get away and run away from my family？那我选择这个学校是因为我想要离我们家人越远越好呢？For every choice that we're making in this world, is there a idol, idol somehow behind it. And are we repeating what actually the Israelites were doing? That if we allow the Lord to speak to us, that we are actually like the Israelites going after broken sisters. And that we are actually being stubborn about it. Because I'm right. So looking at, at some of these examples, there are more, but if you just look even at, at these few examples, I mean, what do you think? Do you still think, well, this is just them? Or do you also see, actually, in our nature, many a times we do more or less the same thing? But Thank the Lord that He does not allow us to stay in that state. And He He's working on our stubbornness. Now, but how does God deal with our stubbornness? Now, before before that, I felt led to share a, a side note. It's really a, a word of caution. Because one other thing that really caught my attention in the book of Jeremiah was that a lot of the words spoken was actually spoken during the time of Josiah. Now who's King Josiah? He was a good king. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He removed the idols, broke down the high places. So you would say, well, so why was Jeremiah during his time saying all these things about amending your ways? If you can turn with me to chapter 7 of Jeremiah, we'll just read a couple of quick verses there. In verse 2 of chapter 7, the Lord says, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you Judah who enter in at the gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and in your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Do not trust in these lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. Uh, 
你们改你们改正行动作为，我就使你们在这地方仍然居住。And so Josiah was the one who rediscovered the law in the temple.那约西亚是在殿里面在讲到这个重重新呃发现到神的律法。And he reinstated the Passover.那他也开始呃守这个呃逾越节。Which was really actually the first time in a hundred years that they have done it since King Hezekiah. 但是在西西家王之后一百年之后他们首次守逾越节。So you can imagine, actually, the Bible talks about that the king went all out on this Passover.那我们就看到这个王他就完全就出去就投入了，就是在这个逾越节里。Chronicle described it as this is a Passover like Israel have never ever so you can imagine they were preparing the sacrifices, they have singers, they have genders, they have everything ready. And it was like a procession of people, they're going to the temple to worship. And then you can almost right at that moment, Jeremiah jumped out. And so the manual ways. And then you're like, what? Well, weren't they amending their ways? Why, why did he say amend your ways? Well, as we read, that's because God clearly was not fooled by their outward activities. And then God was looking at their hearts. And again, the idol worshiping was so ingrained in how they live. That it's very hard to uproot, which is why as soon as Josiah died, they went right back to it. And this is where I felt that the Lord was speaking to us as well. That when he looks at our stubbornness, he goes below the surface. 但他看到我们的坚定的时候，他会就是就是在表面下，他能看到更更更深。但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，但是，
呃去这个陶匠家里 And so he observed how a potter would make a pottery 那你看到这个陶匠是怎么做他们的这个劳作 And the art of pottery never changed through thousands of years 那这几千年他们这个这工作是没有改变的 You still need the same three things 你需要三个元素 You need clay 你需要这个土 You need a wheel 你需要这个轮子 And you need a potter with hands 你需要一个陶匠是有手的这个陶匠 And so what, what was the lesson that God has for Jeremiah through this? 那神给耶利米是有什么功课呢? Well, so first of all, let's get our points of reference right 那我们来把我们这些相关的这些资料能够很清楚的先看 Through the other prophets like Isaiah or through Paul in the book of Romans They explain to us who is who 接着其他的先知或是接着保罗我们能够明白谁是谁 God is the potter and we are the clay 那我们知道神是陶匠我们是这个土 God is that master potter with the vision and the skills to form the vessel that he desires 那他是这个陶匠他能够塑造成他所要造的这个器皿 And we are the clay of course 那我们是这个土 The work of his hands 我们是他手中的工作 And then you have the wheel 那你有这个 So the wheel is actually controlled by the potter's foot. And so you control the speed, how fast it spins. And the wheel here speaks to the circumstances in our lives. And just as the wheel turns and it puts the potter, the clay into the pressure of the hand of the potter. 当你这个轮子开始行动的时候，这个压力在这个陶匠的手中的时候，那你能够塑造这个形形的时候，让神就把这呃这个一些的不同的事情带来我们生活生活当中，让我们能够塑造成型。So what was God trying to show Jeremiah regarding the nation of Judah？那神是想要给利米看到什么呢？是关乎这个犹大国呢？ God was trying to show him that, well, it is because of their stubbornness. That's why all these circumstances were upon them. Like all these foreign military oppressions that they were facing. And just like how a potter needs to apply pressure in order to shape the vessel. If, if Judah would be willing to just not resist but accept it, then that pressure would be relieved. But otherwise, that pressure would continue to increase. And that's really the same lesson for us. When God is dealing with our stubbornness, 当神对付我们的固执的时候, the first thing we find is that we find that God knows exactly where to apply the pressure. It's interesting because those who make pottery for the first time, they told me something interesting. People who tried it for the first time was telling me like how surprising it was, like how tiring making pottery can be. Because you think, oh, you're just sitting there and just like, you know, so easy. But what you're really doing is you're actually battling the claim. 
And if you don't sit correctly and you don't do it correctly, you actually tire out and wear out your wrist and your arm very fast. And um, you know, I think we all experience at some point how God wants to shape us a certain way and it's not exactly how we would like it. Because God knows exactly where we're stubborn and He's that's exactly where He's applying the the pressure. And again, this is where it brings me back to what Paul says. In like Romans 9, for example. How it's you know, why would the clay ever says to the potter, why are you making me this one? And of course you think in your head, well that is so silly. It doesn't and that's why God allowed these adversity, trial, challenges to come into our lives. And these are not random events that are hitting us. But that's because the master potter knows exactly where we need to be shaped. The second lesson that is interesting here too. God as the potter applies only just enough pressure as it is needed. Because one of the one of the, the, the newbie mistake that new potters make apparently is they use too much pressure. So if you spread it too hard too fast, you destroy the base as you spin it out. Or if you pinch too hard, then you actually destroy the, the, the lip on top. So master potters talk about how you just put a constant pressure and hold it. And not more. And I think likewise we find that this is exactly how God works too. Uh, he applies just enough pressure. And if his desire is not to crush us or to destroy us. In fact, in, 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 in the same chapter, chapter 18, God used this word of if, if, if Judah would only stop resisting, I would repent. And the word repent is not repenting or uh, uh, meaning regretting what you have done. But if you look at the Hebrew word, Naham, that's the word. It actually means to sigh. Like, oh. So, great <laughs> um, So, but what, what's the sigh of? Right? Why is he sighing? That's because if they were to repent, God actually sighs relief. Oh, I don't want to do it. Or if they continue to insist, 
或者他们持续下去的话 ，it would be a sigh of sorrow. Be like, ah, they're still doing it. 你是很难过的，想说说啊，怎么还是继续在做呢 ？So the thank God, He is the God of purpose. He does not change. 他是有目的的一个神，他不会改变。But He only wants to shape us into the vessel that He is making us. 但是他只愿意把我们成为，把我们塑造成他所要我们成为的这种器皿的样子。So the real question for us is really, well, so do we resist or do we yield? 那问题就是我们要抵挡这件事情呢，还是我们就顺服下去呢 ？Again, it seems like such a no-brainer. 这对我来说好像是非常理所当然的一件事情。But in our experience, what do we do? 但是在我们的经历里，我们会做什么呢 ？More often than not, we struggle and we resist. 我们经常我们会在那边挣扎，我们会抵挡这件事情。Again, because I am right. 因为我们是对的。Because everyone has this, why can't I? 因为每个人都是这样做，为什么我不能做呢？ And sometimes we get really stubborn about these things. 有的时候我们就是非常的坚持一件事情 ，to the point where we're not willing to listen to others. 我们不愿意听其他人的话 ，just like the example we read earlier. 就像我们刚才所读的例子。Have you ever had the experience of struggling with God? 那你是否有这个经历？你是与在神在那边挣扎呢 ？When God does not agree with your plan. 你觉得神不同意你所做的计划 ，but that you insisted and you just I I'm still going to try. 你在那边坚定下去，你就想我还要这样做。And what happened? 那发生什么事情呢 ？Well, again, God is a God of purpose. He does not change. 他是有目的的，他不会改变。And sometimes we hold out very strong, especially in the beginning. 那特别是在起初的时候，我们或许是很坚定的要一件事情，坚定要做一件事情。But then a week later, a month later, half a year later, a year later, five years later. 但是一周之后，一年之后，一个月呃五年之后 ，our stubbornness. Hasn't actually gotten us a step closer to where we want to be. 我们的坚定没有把我们带到我们所愿意走到真那个方向去。So who's winning? 那是谁？最终是谁？谁谁是对的呢 ？And at the same time, isn't it true that we always find the grace of the Lord waiting for us? 那我们在最终还是在这边看到神的恩典在那边等等着我们。That He's faithfully, faithfully waiting for us to yield. 他实在是在那边等着我们会呃顺服下去。I remember actually this year at Harvey Cedars in my in my group discussion. 我还记得今年在 Harvey Cedars 特会的时候，在我们分小组交通的时候 ，Someone asked this question. 有一个人问一个问题。Well, it's like how do we know that we're following the will of the Lord? 那我们怎么知道我们在跟着听着神的旨意呢 ？Do I have to ask him when I should eat? 我当问他说我什么几几点吃饭吗 ？Should I pray about when I need to go to the bathroom? 那想问他说是我上厕所的时间是什么时候呢 ？And actually, I mean. This question, this exact same question, was asked. I remember quite a while back, but in one of the Q and A in the earlier years, same same question was asked. 我记得在呃在 Curry 市的特会，其实好好几年前，就是在最后一天，就是他们问题与解答的时候，有人问了这个问题。And I remember to this day how our brother answered it. 啊，我记得我们的弟兄怎么回答。He said, the brother said, the key is whether we are living a yielded life before the Lord. 那这个重点是。我们是否过的这个生活是一个降服的生活 ？If we're living a yielded life, a life that is open to the Lord. 那我们如果过这个降服的生活是敞开的话 ，It's receptive and available. 那我们是能够接纳神所对我们说的话的话。Like a like a like a moldable clay that doesn't resist. 那是一个能能够塑造成型的一个一个一个泥土。If that's the nature of the clay. 那你如果这个土的这个本性是如此的话 ，Then we'll naturally find ourselves walking in the will of the Lord. 那我们就很自然的就会
那我们发现到我们就行走在神的旨意下。Now, but what does it mean then to live a yielded life?那我们过这个降服的生活是什么呢？I was reminded actually of the story from Jeremiah 38 when when Zedekiah was talking to Jeremiah.那我就被提醒到这个呃，耶利米书第三十八章这希底家对耶利米说。At the very very end of of Judah, just before the fall of Jerusalem.那在犹大的。末了的时候，他们耶路撒冷，哎哎，快快快要被被被被取的时候，Sedekiah actually went to Jeremiah and said, "Do you have? Can you ask? Do you? Is there a word of the Lord for me?"那希利加问耶利米说，神是否有话给我呢？And God had one word for him.那神有一句话对他说，which was surrender.你要啊投降。Now on the surface, it is talking about surrendering to Babylon.那你要向巴比伦投降。But really. The surrender is really to God. 那其实你是要向神投降，要降服于神。And so, Francis, I don't know, but maybe in our hearts, 或许在我们的心里，Have there been something that we actually we know we have been stubborn about for a long time?那是否有什么事情我们已经坚定了一段时间呢？And you have held onto it for a very long time.那你抓了一段很很长的时间呢？ and the Lord is asking us today, are we willing to yield and surrender to Him? The problem is sometimes we are like Sedekiah, we get stuck in this juncture. Because like Sedekiah, he started thinking about, oh, what are the consequences if I were to, to, to just surrender? He started thinking, oh, I can't do it. I, I, I can't do it. How would I do it? And before you know it, he decided not to obey because he figured it's just too hard. The cost was too high for him. Whereas Jeremiah was trying to tell him, no, 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 all you need to do is to be willing. God is the one who will enable it. He will show you how. You just need to be willing. As long as you're willing to surrender and yield, He will do it. But isn't it true, brothers and sisters, that sometimes when we come to junctures like these, when God is asking us to surrender, that we find it so hard somehow? It's so difficult. It's like pulling teeth, and it's like, okay, I'm going to obey. And in fact, oftentimes we fail because it's just too hard. But I find that there is a key also within the book of Jeremiah. If you can actually turn with me to Jeremiah 17. I want to read a few verses for, uh, with you. There's a comparison here, starting from verse 5. So in verse 5 and 6, he talks about, Cursed is the man who trusts in men, and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. He shall be like a shrub in the de- desert. He shall not see when good comes. He shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. 耶利米书第十七章第五第六节耶和华如此说 
And then compare this to verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Now, very importantly, let's look at verse 9. The key is in verse 9. It says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So in verses 5 to 8, you see there are two ways to live. Trust in man and make flesh his strength. Or trust in God and make God his hope. And in verse 9, very interesting, it talks about the heart. That is desperately wicked. The heart, our natural life, our natural nature, it's corrupt, it says here. And when it says corrupt, it means it, 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 you cannot fix it. You cannot change it. There's only one outcome of it, which is that it needs to die on the cross. But at the same time, you find that our heart, our our natural nature, is very deceitful. That it's trying to tell us, well, you know, it's not that bad. The flesh who says to us all the time, just give me a chance, I'll show you what I can do. So if you put all these together, you find that the first secret to a yielded life is about bearing the cross. But what does it really mean to bear the cross? Well, what it is not is it is not us trying so hard to bear the cross. That it does not mean by our strength we just muster up all that to try to yield. In other words, instead of us crawling up on the cross and trying to nail ourselves on the cross ourselves, Francis, we need to see that Christ already died on the cross. And that when he died, we died with him. And we don't need to try so hard by our strength to yield, to surrender. We can stop trying. And just let him. 
the life in us. And brothers, whenever I think of that, I mean, what a relief. That, that we always try so hard. But it's interesting, in the same chapter 17, uh, really out of nowhere, the Lord started talking about the Sabbath. And, and, and basically is saying to Jeremiah, take it to yourself that you bear no burden. And of course, we know Sabbath speaks to ceasing from work. And I think really it's a picture of how we should yield. Not by our own strength. Not by a straining over it. But at rest through the life of Christ in us. Now, here lies a second secret to a yielded life as well. That in the book of Jeremiah, another thing that really jumped out to me is not in this chapter, but it's in chapter uh, 30, 31. It's what people always talk about is the song of Jeremiah. And those are the words that God has given them just before the fall of Jerusalem. It's a, it's a promise of restoration. If we can actually take a look at Jeremiah 31, we'll just read a few verses here. 31, and we'll start actually in verse 3. God said, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. And then going to verse 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their father in the days that I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this covenant, the covenant that I will make with this house of Israel, after those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. 三十一章三十一节耶和华说日子将到我要与以色列家和犹大家另立新约不像我拉着他们的祖宗的手领他们出埃及的时候与他们所立的约我虽做他们的丈夫他们却背了我的约我是这是耶和华说的耶和华说那
demanding obedience.那这个律法呢，是你要遵从的这律法，你就是好像有有第三方就是要要求你要做这些事情。Something that acts on the outside.那是从外在去行的事情。Now what is the new covenant that God talked about here?那这边所讲的新的约是什么呢？It talks about that this is the law that is in their hearts, in their minds.那是在他们心里面的。It is something from within.是从里面出来的。and when I put all this together on how God started in this whole chapter talking about it, He's really talking about an obedience that comes from within. It's a response from within. And it is a response out of love from within. And especially for us, if you think about us, when we know that the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We're not forced to yield. We're not forced to surrender. But it is a free will response from our hearts. And and brothers uh, always think about this. I think it is such a privilege. Every Sunday we have the opportunity to come before his table. Because the Lord is giving us an opportunity every week to come. And to once again lay down and surrender. That we have every week an opportunity to be reminded of what He has done for us. That's how gracious and how faithful He is to us. So in closing, I just want to share with you a few words from actually Hymn 310. We, we, we won't we don't need to look at it uh, but I just want to and we won't go over the, the stances but I would just I just want to tell you the story that he was telling this is by, by John Newton because he's really describing how God was working on his stubbornness it's very interesting because he talks about how God sent terror lightning thunder to blast his soul 那他会讲到说是神怎么样，让他的魂经历了许多非常可怕的一些事情。And even if that were to happen，那即使会发生的话，he would just still be as stubborn as he has ever been。但是不论发生有多糟的事情，他还是如此的坚定，如此的固执。And in stanza one, this is what he wrote。那第一节他所提到，in the in the back end，where it says, but against thy terrors long I strove。那你。but who can stand against thy love? Love that conquers even me. So brothers and sisters, as we even think about God's love for us, what is your response today? Again, maybe in your heart, only you know, only God knows. But we all have our own stubbornness. And the Lord is asking us today. Will you yield and surrender to me? Are you willing? Let us 
commit this time back to the Lord uh, in the season of prayer.
我们，这样的聚集我们。感谢您圣圣洁的灵充满我们，感谢您用圣高又高抹了您年轻良善的近前的仆人老人子。让他放胆的向我们释放了这样的大好信息，属天的真道，这句句扎心的话语都是从您而来，直接把我们刺醒，让我们在灵里深处看到了自己属灵的光景，也认识到自己的懒散和不敬虔。此刻，让我们听神的话语和管教，你虽用碱，多用肥皂洗涤，但你罪孽的痕迹仍然在我面前显出。神是公义信实的，当我们仍然固执不顺服时，我们就会进入邪境。当但当我们向主走出一步的时候，主就会许愿的向我们走进十步。主啊，你是这样如此的爱我们，你以永远的爱，你以永远的爱，因此爱我们，因此我以慈爱吸引你。主啊，我们都是你的儿女。我们要活出让您的喜悦，我们要做，要我们要认罪悔改，求赦免。我们要求先求神的国国，再求神的义，要做得胜者，在神丰富的身体里彼此相爱，同心合一。唯有耶稣是我们的生命，紧跟高举基督，让神的旨意行在地上，如同行在天上。让我们谦卑顺服在主里，一起长大成熟。做一个神喜悦的好儿女，做得胜者，直到永永远远。以上的祷告，奉主耶稣基督的名。And Lord, we want to thank you that you use your servant、um, Lawrence to speak these words to us. And in the spirit, Lord, we see our true condition. Lord, we see that your word、um, is working in us. And Lord, may you use your words to discipline us. Lord, you are the righteous one. Righteous one. May you lead us out of our own stubbornness, Lord. Lord, we want to thank you for loving us so much. Lord, you use your eternal love to love us, and today we are your children that we can live out your life. Lord, we want to be those who do your will and be overcomers. Lord, we want to declare that only Lord Jesus Christ is our life, and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, may you help us, Lord, to be overcomers. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Or six, speak out. Our heart deeply, Lord, you hanging on the cross every Sunday. We met you, and you tell us, you tell us every time we, you are a potter, we are sand, we are piece of sand, we are in your hands, Lord. You are in everyone. Got to save already. Your grace is so sufficient for us, and we are every day in your hand. You are making, you are engineer of our soul. We thank you. We thank you. You deserve our obedience. You deserve our bow down before you, because your mind is higher than our mind. Your way is higher than our way. Lord, you are doing wonderful deeds. It's so marvelous. It's all so wonderful in our each of us to the life. Thank you so much, Jesus. Precious name to pray. Amen. Amen.
even on this matter of stubbornness, standing away to prevent us entering into the uh, to into sonship. Lord, so we just come uh, before you and we ask for your forgiveness. May these words may not be uh, may this word not not be a knowledge, but Lord, be a turning point in our life. That Lord, we choose not our own way, but your way, and allow us to uh, look to the Father. Um, uh, that uh, uh, that the Father has the the, the full freedom to um, to make uh, to make the clay into the vessel useful uh, for you for you yourself. So Lord, we just thank you. First, that the Word, Lord, um, uh, we just pray that Lord, you continue to build us up uh, uh, to hasten your kingdom. In Jesus' name, we pray. Take our stiff neck, take our stubbornness. So we come before you. Let us surrender ourselves what we think. Because you put the, your new law, new covenant in our heart, in our inside of us. So we can live the new life. Oh Lord, we come before you. Thank you. Let us really surrender ourselves to you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.